You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Courtney Peterson, and Courtney talked about her time living in China where uh, she was a bit of a celebrity. This week, I sat down with Olivia Carter, and Olivia told me about um, a boil in the, on her downstairs region, and, uh, and then we talked about Botox, and we talked about birth control and acne. We kind of got all over the place. Here's Olivia Carter. Um, so recently, I, I noticed there was this pimple on my... Um, mounds pubis and I thought it was just an ingrown hair and I don't really shave so I didn't look at it for a while and then I was uh, fiddling around down there and I realized it had gotten bigger and so I peeled the hair aside <laughs> and there were like three whiteheads on top of it um, so there were three separate like options to pop it from uh, so I chose all wow, three all like the same a three-headed monster yeah so I put my nails in between and I and I got all three popped at the same time and like so much pus came out of it it like was so satisfying how much pus came out of it like I kind of wanted to stop squeezing it to like get somebody to look <laughs> at it like how much pus was coming out of it and I kind of like haven't looked at it because I'm hoping it like rebuilds um, but that's my boil um, it's new no lovers seen it yet um, uh, I hope I get another one soon Okay, question. Um, does it, it was it an ingrown hair or it was, was like it an ingrown hair? Because I, I don't shave anymore, but for a while I was very aggressively, and <laughs> I think that that's from that. Um, because it doesn't look STD ish. I mean, it could be STD ish, we don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's boil. That's what sucks about herpes, is it just it they can look like razor burn, and that's why I went to work one day and told everyone at work I had herpes. And it was just razor burn. Didn't have herpes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went, this is my life now. <laughs> yeah. I worked in an STD clinic and a lot of people like thought they had herpes and they'd like were, s- s- a lot of the men were like proud that they like had just had sex and like needed to get texted, but the women were always very devastated to be there, uh, very embarrassed and like had to write down on a sticky note why they were there. Uh, oh, so I could like s- read it. Sucks. It's really sad, but it's kind of funny when someone like passes you like a, like a pink sticky <laughs> note that says like Itchy. genital herpes. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. Uh, so I like, I kind of know what they look like. And I was like, this is a boil. It's a boil. You guys, it's a boil. <laughs> it's but. a boil. It's a boil, and it's still there, I think, but we'll see. Those, sometimes those will come. An <laughs> ingrown hair is one of the most one of the most special things we have in this life. I've never had, like, a real one where you pull it out. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I've no, never I've, had one of those. My former boyfriend would get those, like, from his, like, chest hair, so I would, like, pull out these, like, curly, like... from like, their skin? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I've never had, like, done that before. I'm new to, like, the pimple popping videos and the... Ooh, I'm, that's right up my alley. I don't know why it took me... I didn't have, like, pimples for a while. Then I got, like, really bad cystic acne. Then I got really into the pimple popping videos. But the cystic ones, if I have been it told... They, they, you can't really pop them, right? Not I found a way. <laughs> <laughs> I popped them. Yeah, I had, like, cystic acne all over my chin. So when I would smile, they'd, like, pop. Oh God. I know it was really bad and it was really bad during the pandemic so I was taking class of resume and I had to look at it every day I kept like turning off my camera so <laughs> you're like wearing your it. mask on yeah zoom. we're like, <laughs> gonna be super safe uh yeah and then I went to this dermatologist like in river north it's like mean gays that work there you know what I mean by mean gays mm-hmm. they're gays and they're, and they're mean <laughs> um they kind of just tore me apart my regimen and everything and now I have no acne um but for Wait, a while so you just changed your like face yeah washing so system? no makeup with talc in it um which is in like all makeup 
Um, I needed to, apparently it was bad that I was putting tea tree oil on my face. They were disgusted by that. Okay. And I hear a lot of stuff about tea tree oil. Yeah. They were disgusted. Um, I now take pills for it. Um, and I asked them like, can I ever stop taking this? And they go, once you get pregnant, then you can stop taking it. And apparently once you're pregnant, your hormones rebalance. So I... I guess I'll take it forever. (laughs) I don't want that. So, I mean, I could get pregnant and then like... Just for the... Yeah, just for like the release of it. I don't know if it still works if you get it aborted, but... um, I mean, you probably still get the hormones. Yeah. Right? I don't know if you have to reach... I don't know when your hormones like are changed when you're pregnant. I think think it's pretty... Well, one of my friends that has had an abortion, she said that like her boobs are like forever changed really and they're like bigger are they and better like, now yes oh man yeah. okay so we should all get pregnant <laughs> oh man no i yeah um that's my skin journey um river north the gays that makes sense mm-hmm. um i'm hmm. going i'm going to old irving park for my skincare where's routine. that no i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't think yeah. i'm gonna go find like an you old have polish very good skin guy. though thank you yeah have you always had good skin yes okay <laughs> <laughs> well the one actually what i i got this iud in and then there was a time where i was getting like this like kind of hormonal acne where it's like you're like chin yes. and stuff and like forehead in a way that like i never got growing up like growing up i'd get zits but not like the hormonal kind so yeah, it's it really was gross it was quite an eye-opener i was like this is fucking i was like thinking about getting it taken out because i was like well you don't have do you have it in right now mm-hmm. but i've had it in for like six years now so it just evened out uh-huh don't you have to put that in yourself no i had a doctor do oh it. they put it in yeah okay what's the one you put in yourself <laughs> oh okay i don't i'm new to, i just started taking birth control i was like very anti-medication it does get i mean it's like it, it, i've i've said this on this podcast before but it's like the amount of like side effects that we suffer like to not get pregnant like men just simply would not and they yeah. wouldn't do it and they don't have to do it and it's like yeah i, it, like, I had like a mental breakdown from my iud because the mood it fucks so you crazy. up permanently forever also just like you're so emotional during your period and i was thinking about like if abortion was taken away i was like okay i guess like to, in order to achieve my dreams like i can't have a baby so i guess i'll just like not have sex and i was like I would not have sex forever to be a stand-up comedian. That's so pathetic. Like I should just get interest. pregnant yeah. now. <laughs> just yeah. have a family. Just without. have a family. Um, there's one more thing I want to say about acne. Have you heard of Accu- Accutane? Yes. Okay, so my brothers were on Accutane in high school, and they didn't finish up the dosage of it. And my mom saw my face when I came back from college, and she was like, "Take these." Um, and th- they had been expired for years and taken off the Those market. Those are like, I was gonna say, oh, yeah. I, did they take this them off is, the market? This was, yeah, they're no longer made anymore, at oh, least in this country. That makes sense to me because it the, fucks you up. It was like, yeah. And I took it and it, it worked for like a year. So like I got, it was, there was like a purge period where every pore like exploded and your face was covered Ooh. in pimples. And then after like a month, you didn't get any acne or anything. Did you get all dry? I heard it dry. I got really like dry. Crazy. My lips looked like a, like a lizard, like a little like tan lizard it was bad and then like my my mood was down i felt very salty yeah because it can make you like suicidal yes it it was a dark time but i would do my mom was like it's so unsightly like my acne was so (laughs) unsightly and it worked for like a year like i didn't get pimples again but i think because i didn't finish the dosage like we only had half of it they came back um again the gays were very mad that i did that (laughs) i mean that that that's pretty bad that shit is like yeah that is like no joke like yeah I don't. I can't believe my mom did that. <laughs> That's kind of, maybe she didn't realize like what she was holding because there's a like. 
Yeah, I guess it's because like everyone in my family's taken it. Like she probably oh, was really? like whatever, and yeah. like we're all still alive today. They make you don't they? Don't you have to like sign something saying you won't get? Yeah, pregnant? you can't have you can't be pregnant because you'll it'll be a, you have to be on birth control. But I wasn't having sex. I was like during the pandemic. I was like living with my parents. I was like this is the time to do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I I know somebody that she took it and it dried her out so bad that she like got like more constipated than like she's ever been. Damn, that's kind of what my acne medication does now because it like dehydrates you yeah and so i have to drink like and extra like extra water calcified turds yeah stuck inside your i don't body. know why i do so much just to not hello hello just to not have acne but once you have it you never want it again i i will say the like when i did with this iud i was like yeah it was i thought about it all the time you think about I, it all the time and it was it's like i get bladder infections all the time and when i have a bladder infection i'm like i can't believe i was taking for granted peeing normal yeah. like it it's you yeah yeah so I, d- I do get it i get why your face is very important oh yeah and especially when it, all the zoom stuff was happening hello hello um yeah i couldn't even look at my face i don't know maybe if, this if is- you just kind of hold the yeah there you go <laughs> Wait, we're at the lincoln lodge and this is a non-profit so if you <laughs> if you would like the mic to not cut out anymore you can donate <laughs> at www.thelinkenlodge.com <laughs> thank you um yeah i don't know why it's the i think the face thing is like because even if your body you're not feeling your body you could be like at least my face looks good like you know you can always get your face to look good so i think people put a lot of extra effort into it i don't know if that made sense no i agree because i feel like if i'm ever feeling bad about my body i'm like i got great skin like that's my go-to thank you when you said you had cystic acne i was like i know thank you thank you so much i really how old are you i'm 24 oh god damn it okay why? <laughs> oh, I do use this like um, anti-aging um, like ointment. Um, so I think it's like called Oxy's, like the street shit. What is it called? Do you have you heard of it? Like you put it on before you go to bed? No, I don't put anything on before I go to bed, and I don't even take my makeup off, and people hate that. That's crazy. That's annoying. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, how old are you? Thirty. Yeah, I don't know when people. When do people get wrinkles? When does I don't that know, but I actually haven't thinking about that because I. I, I was thinking about getting the, like, eye cream. Oh, yeah. I would get Botox, I think. I don't know if I, if I go that far. I saw this TikTok where this lady was like, every night I put on my eye cream, and she, like, would put it on the back of her hand to, like, rub it on her eyes. Mm-hmm. And she showed both of her hands, and one hand was so wrinkly, and the other one was, like, tight. That's crazy. And I was like, I got to get some. Yeah, that's why I've been doing apparently. it, because, like, I, I, don't want it, I don't want it to be too late. But I feel it like... It is something preventative, I think. Yes. Know? But I think you can do Botox and still look your age. Like, I don't know. You can... Oh, yeah. Like, preserve who you are and there's, how you look yeah. without looking, there's like, terrible. There's definitely a chill amount of Botox. Yeah. But even when somebody I know, like, was posting, she was like, I get Botox and I'm talking about it, and which is cool. But then she was showing, like, before she went in, like, moving her face and then after. And, like, the, like, <laughs> for the listener, I'm moving my face, like, a lot. It looks different. But it doesn't, yeah, it definitely was but I think noticeably less, um, <laughs> like, uh, like, she yes. couldn't really, like, what's the word? Like, ex- she couldn't ex- get emote. The, yes. Very well. But I now. told... Oh, I'll finish up this this story. I worked with a ton of girls that were all very like hot and into the Botox and like plastic surgery tanners. Like they look like the Kardashians kind of. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of learning about Botox and it was at the dentist office. So we had Botox around and sometimes the dentist would like put Botox in him in his forehead and in the girl's Wait, forehead. What do you have it for teeth? Um, for TMJ issues, if you put it in the oh, jaw, it'll totally. stop you from like grinding your teeth. Yeah. And like, that's like what made me realize like, oh, a lot of people are using Botox. And then I like, like brought it up to like friends. Like, yeah, like my, my mom has both. I don't know, like more people have Botox than you think. 
and i'm like okay um, i wonder if it's expensive i think it is probably expensive to start because you have to keep going back in so i think the later you can start the better like if you can start at like 27 or like people are my age are getting botox really yeah isn't that crazy? I'm just going to melt off my bones in yeah. a couple of years. Here. I should be more like, I don't care if I look old. I don't know why. I think it's like the, you don't want to regret anything, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, Cause I haven't started a, once I, I think once I start getting weekly, I'll probably have a different opinion than I yeah. do now. Yeah, that's true. Like that make well, I think it's the under the bag thing. Like, yeah, th- this part, right? this the, would the be a bummer eye. and that would also be a bummer. I have huge bags under my eyes as it is, so. Yeah, I do too. I don't really go to sleep very often. <laughs> and your skin looks great, and that's annoying. Um, We're down here in the basement, just absolutely glowing. Glowing in the basement. <laughs> um, I think that's that's my time. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> show the audience can submit their own disgusting ladylike stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories so <clears throat> here we go um i was staying at my parents house after i graduated college and i had my cat miss kitty with me which i think is kind of a perverted name for cat but okay <laughs> um my dad makes an omelet at like 5 a.m every morning and that's also the time my cat is most active she came upstairs to harass me when I was asleep and I got up to shush her and I stepped in something wet and slimy. I was like, what the fuck was that? And assumed it was a, it was cat vomit because I step in those all the time as all cat owners do. However, I looked at the bottom of my foot and then peeled off an entire wet slice of deli ham. My dad gave her a piece every morning and she brought me her ham as a gift because she knew I was craving deli meat that had been on the floor and her mouth. I threw it in the hallway for one of the dogs to eat. Oh, that's nice. And it's kind of a sweet one. That is kind of a sweet one. It's good. To think of a cat having a whole piece of ham and bringing it to you instead of eating it. It's very sweet. It's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I don't know how it would do. I don't think it knew it, w- it could eat it, maybe. That's simply too big of a piece. That's it the other thing. I think the dad was kind of fucking up. Dad must have been drunk or something. Pieces. And who's putting a whole piece of deli meat in their omelet? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of, like, psychopathic tendencies <laughs> in this family, I think. <laughs> we do have to worry Which will have a full piece of ham in your <laughs> omelet? <laughs> I think omelets are kind of overrated to begin with, but <clears throat> I don't want the fans to come at me. Um, okay, I'll read you one more. I had farted the last time my girlfriend had gone down on me, so we were both hesitant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything was great, and then I felt it again, and I w- it was more than a fart. I guess it's really her grossest story, but I'll mm-hmm. never live it down. That's a bummer. That sounds horrible, just, like, farting. When That sounds horrible. <laughs> like, I feel like if you're dating someone, it's funny, but if it's a first-time hookup and you fart... And you fart. Oh, I'll just, I'll never see you again. That's horrible. Uh, We we could have had so much chemistry. Goodbye. I queef a lot. Like I tweef all the time. It's the fucking. For years. Okay. I, this, I, I never, when I was like, you're it. I would queef all the time. I haven't queefed for like six years. Crazy. The other day, queefing, queefing, queefing. Yeah. I'm a queef queen. I queef (laughs) all the time during sex. And at first I didn't know that that's my thing. Oh yeah. It's like, or if you're transitioning location, you're transitioning spots. It's like, just give me a second. And then I was laughing and my stomach was tense. So I was queefing and then I was laughing from queefing and then I kept queefing. It was like. It's not your fault. You're queefing. Like air is being pushed into you. It's not like a fart where you can hold a fart in. A queef it's not is like, smelly. It's not like it contains no. gas. It's just a queef. A queef is on its own schedule. There's no <laughs> there's no stopping it. Yeah, uh, that's the closest I've ever gone to a fart. But if someone if I farted and someone was going I would be so embarrassed. I really think I would. I would leave I would have to leave. Yeah. And like I'm a proud person. It is what it is, but that's the <laughs> line I draw. Like farting, I don't know. While someone's eating you out, it's embarrassing. I already have like a a, a boil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like fart. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
our live story comes from Courtney Peterson. Courtney is a Chicago comic, and she runs a show called Red Devil Comedy at Red Devil Tattoo. This was recorded in May of 2022. Here's Courtney Peterson. But we didn't mean to know anything, then we split away. Hell yeah, guys. Give it up one more time for Jonah. This is awesome. Yeah. This is right here. I love Ladylike. I've loved this show for years. I've been watching it forever. I'm so glad to be here. It's my first time on this show, so give it up for me. Love that thing. We got the cast of the Pretty Little Liars over here. Very excited that they came out to support us tonight. Over here, we got some fellows in the front. All right, I get it. You guys support feminism. I get it. <laughs> I love telling gross stories. That's kind of why I'm here. But I didn't know what to tell at first, you know, because I have so many of them, you know? I'm literally one of the most disgusting people I know. I was like, maybe I could talk about sex, you know? Maybe I could talk about my foursome in LA, you know? The other ones, I know. My threesome in Nashville, you know? And oh look, look, look! If there's any time at the end of the at the end of the uh, story, I will tell you about the guy that uh, asked me to piss in his mouth. <laughs> you guys don't like that? What? I thought this was a fucking piss in mouth. Is that not a normal thing you guys do? It didn't work, but I will tell you that at the end if it works out. Got pee shy, you know. <laughs> Even turned on the faucet. I was like, I'm sorry, man. This is working. Can't get it to go. He ghosted me. But I'm not gonna talk about sex. I really want to talk about. Uh, I just, you know, I thought I would just talk about my uh, some some gross stories of me traveling. Uh, so I was gonna say, uh, but first of all, have you guys ever heard about this thing um, that happened recently? It's called uh, COVID-19. Have you guys heard about that? It's also known as coronavirus. Anyways, it's a thing that happened a couple years ago. I don't know. It's not a big deal, but. I feel like I have a little bit of a special relationship with COVID-19, um, and, uh, and the reason why I say that is because, believe it or not, the only time I have ever been outside of this country in my entire life, like the only time I've ever been outside of America uh, just so happens to be uh, Wuhan, China. <laughs> Swear to God. Come on, give it up, guys, We're Wuhan, China. China! Thank you. That's right, I studied abroad there years ago. That's right. Had an eat, pray, love moment over there in Wuhan, China. And by that I mean I'm a white woman that went to a part of the world where no one wants me to try to find myself. <laughs> and Wuhan, you know, isn't like Shanghai or Beijing, you know? Like, at least at the time, this was like over a decade ago, at least at the time, it really wasn't very developed, not very used to American tourists, you know? So it was kind of, you know, it was kind of like that show Emily in Paris, you know, because it was still study abroad. So it was like Emily in Paris, um, if she had to shit in a hole for three months. <laughs> All right, look, I'm not, I'm not putting down China. I'm just saying I spent 90 days shitting in a hole, okay? That's what they had. They had a hole that I shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I tried not to be, but it was still study abroad, you know, and I tried not to be the typical white girl to brag about studying abroad, you know, because it is like a thing that we do, you know? Like, clap it up if you guys ever studied abroad here. Clap it up, study abroad. White woman, white woman, white woman! There's <laughs> a thing that we do, it's a rite of passage. We go study abroad in Italy once, we brag about it for the rest of our lives. This is a thing that we do. And I tried not to be the typical white girl to brag about studying abroad, but over the pandemic, I realized deep down I really am that person, you know? I really am. I cannot bring it up in conversation. Anytime the topic of COVID comes up, somebody's like, oh, you know, my grandma, she just got diagnosed with COVID. I'm like, oh man, that sucks. 
And he always took it to brother, though, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so they brought there, you know? Come on, ask me about Wuhan, you know? They got great hot pot, you know? Come on. <laughs> I am ridiculous. I am sorry about that. But yeah, no, I, uh, I, and, I and, and while I was there, um, you know, I did experience, you know, it was a culture shock, the sh you know, shitting in the hole, obviously. There was other few things, and again, like, I am a very privileged person. This is my only time outside of the country, so I'm not saying anything bad about China. I'm just saying there were some things that I dealt with, you know? Uh, and the other thing was, like, the, you know, you know, shitting in the hole was fine. The roaches were, were a thing, you know? That was something that didn't include in the pamphlet. You know, my room <laughs> was just covered in them, you know? I got there at three in the morning one time and I opened the door, covered in roaches. And I was like, okay, this is fine, this is totally cool. I'm not confrontational, I'm trying to be as cool as I can be. Don't be a Karen, don't be a Karen. You know, but again, I'm, I'm ignorant as fuck. So, you know, I'm just trying to learn. So, and then I was like, all right, fine. It's not a big deal. There's like a million roaches in here. Let me just like see what they say. <laughs> you know, if I just call them and see. So I call them and I'm like, hey, you know, like not a big deal at all, but uh, you know, my room is covered in like 500 roaches. <laughs> and they were like, so what do you want us to do? Fucking kill them. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair enough. Totally, that's totally cool, totally cool. Um, do you know where I can find some raid? And they were like, what's that? And I was like, ah, okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. So we got to figure some shit out now. So then I had to like Google DIY ways of, uh, of killing roaches, you know? So I go to the internet and I'm like on Pinterest, like looking up like, oh, how do you kill roaches without any roach killer? <laughs> and some lady was like, why don't you put cups of vinegar all around your room? That'll get rid of them. You know? Yeah, see, you know exactly where I'm going with this. I got pranked, obviously, because that made the situation 10 times worse. <laughs> But I just dealt with it, you know? I'm a strong person, I just dealt with it because again, I am in a place that has, you know, I just grew up way too privileged, so I'm, I feel like I needed that. But you know, that wasn't even the worst of it. The worst culture shock I experienced um, was not shitting in the hole, it was their reaction, uh, the community's reaction to seeing a fat white girl for the first time. That was the, uh... all right, all right, let me get a little tight there. But to be fair, I was like tw double my size, so I just, all of a sudden, there's a 350 pound white girl tramping around Wuhan. They were like, what the fuck is that? You know, I don't blame them, you know? They were like, what's going on here, you know? So I became somewhat of a celebrity over in Wuhan. I'm not even kidding. I literally became a celebrity. People would stop me in the street, get out of their car, and ask me to take a picture and hold up their little hands at me like I was Shaquille O'Neal, you know? It was amazing, you know? I was like, there's no way I'm not like in the framed photos of several families of a moment that they'll never forget, you know? I got proposed to twice, you know? I did, I got proposed to. They were like, uh, the one guy was like, do you want to marry me? And I was like, why? And he goes, well, you know, you're obviously easy because you're American and you're obviously rich because you're fat as fuck. <laughs> I was like, damn it. You know, because at first it hurt my feelings, you know? But after a while, you're like, whatever, man, this is America, baby, take it in, you know? <laughs> so I started walking around Wuhan like I was the rock, you know? Like, Come on, baby, check it out. Because <laughs> I can imagine, you know, being the fattest person in the room. Uh, but have you ever been the fattest person in a province? <laughs> it's a way different experience. And that was awesome. The worst part was when I was there, uh, you know, I felt bad because while I was there, I couldn't buy any clothes or anything. Like, none of the stores, like, carried my size. They didn't carry my size shirts or my size pants or anything. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, how do you guys not carry my size? Like, isn't all my shit made here? <laughs> Come on, where are those factories at? Let's get it myself, you know? Where's Walmart at, you know? Talk to those kids, you know? 
I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Look, all right, I know I, what I'm saying is a bit rough, but just know this. If anything you thought I said was racist, just know that when I was in Wuhan, I had the universal nickname of Bai Qing, which in Chinese translates to white whale, okay? <laughs> I think I deserve this. <laughs> a little bit of a tit for tat. And people ask me too, they're like, Courtney, did you, uh, like people ask me a lot of like really offensive things about my time in Wuhan. They're like, Courtney, did you get sick while you were over there? Or did you eat bat? You know, which is like so offensive. Um, and I did, but the thing is that I got violently sick in Wuhan, but not from, I didn't eat bat. I did eat a lot of what they call street meat though. And I think that's really what the culprit was. Uh, I got violently sick there in Wuhan. Uh, and at first I was like, okay, like I'm just, you know, starting to have like, a little bit of diarrhea, like it's not a big deal, you know, but except I'm having a shit in a hole, so that sucks. Part of it, you know, my big fat ass trying to squat is not a good thing. Uh, but then it just got, it got a little bit worse too, you know, and, like over time I'm like, I'm just hoping this goes away, you know, because I don't want to have to deal with this right now. I don't speak the language very much and I just don't, and they don't have like traditional Western medicine. So I'm just like, I just hope this goes away. But of course that's not how it worked out. It just got progressively worse. So bad to the point where I'm just starting to bleed out of my ass. Right? Guys, this is a disgusting show, right? <laughs> starting to bleed out of my ass. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is time for me to go get some medical attention, you know? So I go to a, uh, I go to a Wuhan uh, hospital, and I'm trying to let them know, like, what's going on, you know? I'm like, hey, uh, you know, and I'm trying to, like, translate to them. And, of course, I don't speak, I speak a tiny bit of it, but not enough to, like, translate blood and asshole. <laughs> So I'm like trying to like, you know, and this is also 2012, so it's like, I didn't have a smartphone at the time, so I'm trying to like look through a book, be like, okay, blood, okay, ass, or anus, you know? I'm trying to let them know that I'm bleeding out of my asshole, and they're like, we don't know what's going on. But then the doctor eventually is like, come on the back, you know? And I'm like, all right, great, I'm just gonna get some tests done, it's gonna be fine, I'll get out of here in no time. So they take me in the back, and, but they don't run tests. What they do is the doctor tells me to take down my pants, bend over the table, literally spread my butt cheeks apart, and just looks at my asshole. And then he closes it. <laughs> just for me to put my pants back on. And then he just goes. <laughs> I was like, damn, you know, what am I gonna do now? And they come back out to the front, and then eventually they find somebody that sort of knows. And again, I understand how privileged I sound. Like, this is just, like, I was very young at the time. I realized how fucked up I sound, but. Uh, I come out and then they find somebody that sort of knows a little bit of English. And this lady comes up to me and she goes, um, yeah, they don't know what's wrong with you, but you are dying. <laughs> and I said, I'm dying. And she goes, yeah, because you're so fat. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get that overall I'm dying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what am I gonna do with this situation now? <laughs> and they're like, drink some hot water. I'm like, God damn it. Anyways, guys, just so you know, if, uh, if you guys uh, ever uh, come across the street meet, just avoid it. I think that's it for me, guys. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Olivia Carter. Follow me on Instagram, OG Carter. Love you. I don't know. Is that fine? Okay, that's perfect. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.